Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is the End to End Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Young Nguyen. And as my friends affectionately call me Ninja, you all know my listeners can call me the Ninja too. This is the End to End Podcast, the alpha to the omega, the beginning to the end, talking about life, entrepreneurship, motivation, inspiration, and offering morsels in this all-you-can-eat buffet called life. Happy to be back in the Bohemian Studios, and as you all know, or if you're new to the to the podcast, uh, at the moment, we don't have any sponsors or we don't advertise for this podcast, so the only way we can grow uh, our audience is that if you find value in any way in this podcast or any of the other ones in terms of found it funny, uh, learned something, uh, found it entertaining, or whatever, please do like, comment, share, and follow. Like, comment, and share, and follow. We're on all platforms at the N number two N podcast N number two N podcast full episodes are on YouTube, Spotify and iTunes, but you can also follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook as well. And as always, if you have any questions or have a topic that you'd like for me to talk about, you can always send it to ask at the N number two N podcast.com. We are slowly growing our, uh, our, our fellowship, our followership um, to several thousand and we certainly appreciate everybody who's followed us and supported us this far. And we want to grow and continue to grow onto our mission of affecting billions of lives in a positive way worldwide. Um, you know, I got a question the other day as to, uh, well, for those of you all don't know, um, I'm physician trained, uh, also a lawyer. I have a law firm in Houston. Uh, I do have a master's in finance as well. Um, involved in several entrepreneurship projects, including this podcast, that are in various stages. And so uh, it's my idea to hopefully share this knowledge and experience with you all as I continue on my journey uh, to help you focus on your journey in affecting, um, and affecting and achieving our truest, highest uh, controllable potential. Go back to episode one if you want to learn what that is. Um, but I got a question uh, recently, uh, having achieved all these educational goals, built a successful uh, law firm in Houston and other businesses Sort of how, in terms of goals, how do I visualize or how do I approach goal setting and achieving these goals? And what I like to do is, um, and I've always done this, is I envision a S curve. Okay, so like an S. I'm going to draw an S, right? But let's turn this S directly to you, okay? So the start of the S would be furthest point away. It comes back to me, curves down, goes back to you or the furthest point, and then it comes back to me. And by analogy, what does that mean? What does the S curve represent? So let's say, for example, uh, back in the day, for example, we would have to complete a textbook in a certain amount of time. Okay, let's say it's a thousand page medical textbook and we you know we had you know x five months to complete the book um or go through the book all the exercises all the learning how i would approach this and this could be applied to any project or any goal or any idea that you have in mind is the first part of the s the furthest point away would be what is the end point what is the goal okay what is the goal that i want to achieve it could be any project like I said, in this example, it would be, you know, reading a thousand pages in five months. Okay. At that furthest point away, now I start to work backwards to today. I break down the steps 
easy, achievable, accomplishable steps back to me in intervals or periods of time. So in this, again, this example, let's say, is a thousand page book in five months. So by extension, that would mean, for example, I need to read, if I really wanted to break it down, 200 pages a month, okay? Break it down even further. That would mean I have to read 50 pages a week per month, okay? Talking about, um, let's call it a five-day week. Breaking that down, if I have to read 50 pages a week, right, then I've got 10 pages a day. So working backwards, for me to achieve that long-term goal, I'll break it down to the smallest incremental steps that are possibly achievable. I want to say easily achievable, but possibly, because why? If you break down the steps and the, and the individual steps are too big for you to achieve, then your goal is set too high or your goal is set too far, right? It would be discouraging to know before the project even starts that you're unable to even execute the smallest incremental step to get to your goal, okay? So again, start with your goal, the furthest point of the S away from me, and I'm working backwards in incremental individual steps. Now here's the curve. I go back, okay, so I've curved back. Now I'm working forward towards the goal again in my mind as I'm planning. And that forward step that you turn back to the end point, now I'm breaking down each of the individual steps and thinking about what could go wrong. In the whole universe of things that could go wrong, what can go wrong? And then I'm taking each of those steps that I've thought about coming to me, building it forward, and developing contingency around what could possibly go wrong. So, for example, back to that, the book analogy. I'm reading, a, I have to read a thousand pages in five months. Let's say three days in a row, uh, for some reason, life happens and I'm unable to get my 10 pages in, right? Because remember, my goal was 1,000 pages, 200 pages a month, 50 pages a week, 10 pages a day. But let's say for three days, I can't, I'm unable to read. So now I'm, for whatever reason, car breaks down, life happens, got to take care of some other stuff, got to work, uh, just something happens where I can't read. These are contingencies that I have to think about, Okay that might put me off my plan to reach my goal. So now I'm 60 pages behind. So as I develop my plan to get to my goal and I'm thinking about all these contingencies that can go wrong moving forward, now I'm working back again to me. So the S, remember, goes like this, and now it's back to you, and now it's coming back to me. That bottom curve coming back, now that I've listed you know, things that might go wrong or contingency planning, that last curve back to me is how can I plan to adjust for these contingencies based on the likelihood that something will happen that would throw me off my original plan, that top part of the S, okay? So uh, in this instance, okay, let's presume that I know for uh, the third month, two weeks out of that month, I'm on vacation, which I'm probably not going to read. So that's going to put me behind 100 pages 
because of the two weeks out. So my contingency plan would be, for example, instead of in that, in that first month, instead of 10 pages per day of reading, right? Let me just read 15 pages a day or 20 pages a day for that first month. If I know that in a subsequent month, for example, I'm going to be out two weeks on vacation or doing whatever, unable to, to do my task. So if I'm building that leeway, now I'm not stressed out over the fact that I'm not going to be reading over two, two weeks on vacation. Okay. So again, that S curve is designed. Okay. And, 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 and now that I do that replanning on that bottom, that last uh, curve coming back to me, that puts me into today where now I can execute my plan. Okay. So it's as simple as that. I've done this throughout my life in today's world for example if i've got a trial okay trial date is set by a court the court and let's say the trial is uh on a case a contested case um let's say the trial is six months out well what i'll do is six months out i'm starting to work backwards okay when do i need to take depositions when do i need to take uh get expert reports in when do i need to file certain documents when so on and so forth what if uh when we go to trial, what witnesses do I need? Okay, what is my damage model that I'm going to ask for? What amount of money? What type of jurors do I want in the jury pool? Um, all these things that I'm thinking about planning for the end goal, a successful trial in six months, I'm building back today. Then I go forward again and take these individual steps. Okay, well, what if I can't find the, for example, the police officer? Maybe I have to subpoena him. What if my expert physician is unavailable? Well, now i got to shift some dates around. Uh, what if uh, um, uh, what if the other side presents a formidable witness that I need to deal with? Okay, now I'm building those contingencies, and I'm working back to me on how do I handle the contingencies in my plan. Now I'm back to me. I've got my full plan structured, what my goals are, the steps in my plan, the contingencies that may occur in my plan, and how I'm going to deal with those contingencies. You see, once you get all that set out ahead of time, before you even start to take action, right? You've already thought about the realm of possibility of things that can go right and the things that can go wrong. Knowing ahead of time that if you ex execute those steps, you'll get to your goal by sheer, by natural planning. It's just going to happen. So you're not sweating or stressing over it over the end result you've already planned for it and you've already planned for contingencies now of course things are going to happen out of nowhere that you're not able to plan for okay um you know heaven forbid a death in the family or or just something unexpected wildly you know low possibility of even happening yet they it happens okay these are the tail end of a curve of the bell curve these low probability things still can happen we can't plan for everything, but you've planned for the bulk, the bulk of what you need to do, what could go wrong, what your contingency actions are to execute and get to your result. This thought process, this S-curve, uh, gosh, since high school, uh, I didn't know it at the time, but that's essentially what I was doing in my brain. I've on I only added the S-curve as an overlay uh, to what I'm actually doing uh, to visualize. But I've been using this since for decades, over decades. And so far, it has served me 
exceptionally well in trying to get and to accomplish my goals and, and grow my business, grow my law firm, grow me as an individual. And this applies to personal goals too. If I want to get to a certain uh, uh, body weight or body composition or per, you know percent body fat or whatever, let's say I have a uh, you know we're, we're going to vacation to the beach and I want to look good. If I want to get to that goal by a certain date, you know when your vacation date is. Okay, well let's start working backwards. And let's say you know uh, I want to lose a certain amount of pounds. Uh, you mark it out in terms of time and duration and periods. What you need to do to get there your change in course of diet, you know, things that can go wrong, maybe you twist an ankle, those kind of things, and plan it out, okay? So it applies in your personal goals, your business goals, your career goals. So think about it in terms of that S-curve. That S-curve turned forward. The furthest point away, you're working back, breaking it down into achievable steps, moving forward, thinking about contingencies, things that can go wrong, bringing it back in terms of how you can plan for those contingencies back to yourself and now go execute. And, and just by example, to drive the point home, I'll, I'll give you a very short, short, short duration example. The reality is, is that I never set out specifically uh, to be a physician. Uh, it's kind of like a, a confessional chair, so to speak. Uh, the idea of being a physician uh, sounded great to me. Um, my talents and natural skills let me, led me in that direction. Uh, my math, understanding science, these, the topics that are kind of required to become a physician, I excelled at. Um, but there was never a time my dad wasn't a physician, as, as uh, I'll get into a story of future um, podcasts, but they were business people, entrepreneurs, salt of the earth kind of people. So... Um, as, as refugee immigrants from Vietnam. So nobody in my family was a physician. There was no inspiration. You know, most people that become physicians or, you know, a, a relative was one or the parents were one or they just had this urgent need to feel like they, they wanted to become a physician or they just felt like physician was a good career to make some money, whatever the case may be. Um, that never occurred to me. Okay, the reality is, is uh, uh, in undergraduate, uh, my... While my um, degree or, or my career, not my degree path was biology pre-med, nothing said, okay, you have to be a physician. Um, finished college a year early, finished in three years. The idea was, hey, I finished early, man. I'm going to reward myself. I'm going to go travel for a year and, you know, and find myself, figure it out. Um, but this was around March, you know, my quote senior year, cause I finished all my hours and, uh, uh, a friend asked me, Hey, what are you going to do? I said, well, you know, I'm going to travel to take a year off. And, uh, he's like, well, why don't you apply to medical school? And as you all know, at that time, uh, to get into medical school, you had to take the MCAT, the, the kind of like the SAT, but for medical school or the LSAT for law school. Uh, or the, the GMAT for business school. So uh, I said, man, I, you know, when's the next exam? I, I wasn't even following this. He said, well, the next exam is in a couple weeks. You should just take it. And if you do well, great. If not, okay, whatever, go travel the world. Um, and I said, well, you know, yeah, what the hell? And that's kind of my life. Like, it is what it is. 
you know, if you listen to podcast episode, I can't remember the exact name, but you know, it's like sometimes you got to say, what the fuck? Let's just do it. Um, yeah, what the fuck? Let's just do it and see what happens. So, uh, but I had no plan. Okay. Obviously, if I'm going to go pursue something like take the MCAT, I'm going to try to uh, do the best I can. It's a goal to do the best I can. Uh, but had no plan, didn't take a review course, didn't know even review courses at that time existed. You know, we're talking about many year, decades ago. Uh, so uh, I had to develop a plan. I had a two-week time frame, develop a plan, okay? And I researched all I could about the test, and my plan was simply do as many practice exams as I could. That was my plan. And how do I get my hands on practice exams? Well, back in that day... Uh, Bookstores were a thing. So drove to the uh, Barnes & Nobles in Waco, Texas. I went to Baylor. Um, sick and bears. But yeah, I went to Baylor and uh, went to the Barnes & Nobles and picked up three MCAT review books. Knowing I had two weeks out. So again, on the S-curve, two weeks out, got to take the test. Okay. Three, three uh, exam books was part of the planning process. Working backwards, okay, I had I to feel comfortable I had to do what I felt were two practice exams per day. So over the course of that time, you know, of course with with the weekend break, so just kind of mental checkout. So that's 10 days, two exams a day, 20 exams, practice exams. And now these practice exams are several hours long. So it's not like hey, it's 1 hour and I'm done. It's Sit down, time yourself, several hours, go through it. And not only that, is that the questions I got wrong, I have to go back and review what I missed about it or why did I read the question wrong or didn't understand or whatever. So these are long duration days, okay? Now, two, two exams a day coming back, but knowing that I had to add that additional time to, to review what went wrong, but at the same time, now breaking down these practice exams into uh, a certain number of questions per hour. Because like any standardized test, now and then, it's timed, right? So you have a certain amount of time to finish as many questions as you possibly can. So through that methodology, I'm working backwards. Okay, I need to do, for example, I can't remember, it's been so long, but um, let's call it, you have an hour and I broke it down to, okay, a question every two minutes. So that's 30 questions per hour I need to get through. Okay? And I'm working backwards and I'm working backwards. So that was my plan. Now going forward again, okay, going forward again, planning for contingencies. What could go wrong? Well, I may not have energy that day. I may just be burnt out that day. Uh, I may... Uh, um, yeah, you know, whatever it would be, some contingency that could likely or possibly come up. Had to deal with friends or had to deal with something. I had to schedule something. Things that would take me or derail me from my certain number of hours a day per questions, you know, et cetera, going forward. And now working it back. Okay, how do I plan for these contingencies? Well, let's say, for example, I had to do something else a particular day that I would not be able to study for two hours, for example. Okay. Then my contingency plan was cut off an hour on each end of my sleep to make up for that time. Okay, 
Or alternatively, instead of taking an hour out of my day for lunch, take 30 minutes out and just eat lunch for 30 minutes. Same thing with dinner. Take 30 minutes off my hour for dinner. So now I've regained that one hour to work out as a contingency. So, you know, starting at the end, two weeks to the exam, break it down into achievable steps, moving forward on, you know, what could go wrong and developing contingency plans coming back. And here we are. So that was a two-week uh, cram, so to speak, for the MCAT. And uh, as they say, the rest is history. Did reasonably well. Uh, that matched with my GPA and you know my essays and all that allowed me to get into the one of the top-tier med schools in the country. And the rest is, so they say, is history. But that's a slight, short example of how this S-curve goal-setting and goal-planning uh, works. And I think it's, it's a very simple way for you, no matter how small or how big the goals are, to break it down into manageable steps and work through it on your way to achieving your plan and your goals of success and becoming the highest controllable potential person you can be. The S-curve for goals. Once again, this is the N2N Podcast. Find us on all social media platforms at N2N Podcast, the number two podcast. I am the Prolific Ninja. Look forward to talking to you again very, very soon.